Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Hey, Financially Savvy Travelers. Welcome back to another episode of The Thought Card Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm Danielle Dazir Corbett, a financially savvy traveler just like you. I truly love traveling the world, being financially responsible, and hitting and crushing all of my financial goals. So if that sounds like something that you're into, you are in the right place. So be sure to hit the follow button so you always get notified when new episodes come out every other Thursday. And if you have been here for a long time, you're a longtime subscriber of the show. Thank you so much for hitting play on this episode. I truly appreciate it. Now, this summer was really special because this was our first summer with our son, Baby K. We planned a lot of fun summer activities. And one of the highlights was actually our first road trip with our son, our baby. So, We went on a five-hour road trip to Saranac Lake and Tupperlake Lake in upstate New York to visit the Wild Center. And you can learn all about the Wild Center in episode 109 and also episode 110. But to be honest, I was really anxious about our first road trip with a baby. Why? Well, I wasn't really sure what to expect traveling with a baby. How would Baby K react? At that point, we hadn't even sat down and eaten at a restaurant yet. So this would be our first time going to a restaurant, out of town, sitting down, and I just wasn't sure how that would go. Also, how would I handle stressful situations when he's screaming in public and everyone's looking at me and I'm so embarrassed and all I'm trying to do is calm him down? That's kind of stressful. And I just wasn't sure how to handle that as a new mom. So overall, I was feeling anxious because there was a lot of uncertainty. And despite all of this, I was still up for the challenge. But I was comforted by the fact that my mom was joining us. So I wouldn't be alone. It wouldn't just be me and baby K. It would be me, baby K, and my mom. So I felt like I had support and I hadn't traveled with my mom in a while. So I was really excited to share this special experience and the special moment with her. So in this episode, I'm sharing tips for planning a road trip with a six-month-old baby. But first, I want to share some news with you. Chase has updated the welcome offer on the Chase Sapphire Reserve card. Now you can earn 80,000 Chase Ultimate Rewards points after you spend $4,000 on purchases in the first three months from opening an account. That's an additional 20,000 Chase Ultimate Reward Points from the previous offer. If you had this credit card on your radar for a while, now may be a good time to get it. As a disclaimer, this offer is accurate as of the publishing date of this episode. However, offers mentioned may have expired. All right, so let's talk about the things I've learned and what I'm calling the road trip with baby tips. (laughs) All right. So tip number one is packing your bags days before the trip. I found that if you're waiting until last minute, it becomes extremely overwhelming and you're more likely to forget something. And let me tell you, there's a lot of things to bring in a baby bag. So the earlier you're planning this out, the better. 
Tip number two is you're going to overpack. So if you're planning your road trip and you realize that, oh my gosh, I think I'm overpacking, it's okay. Just go with the flow. This is your first time going on a road trip with your baby. So if you feel more comfortable bringing all the things, just do it. Have no regrets about that and don't feel bad about overpacking. Tip number three is to really think about the time that you're heading out. When are you going to start and go on this road trip? If you choose to head out really early in the morning, I recommend changing your baby to comfortable road trip clothing the night before so you don't disturb them while sleeping. So for us, since we were getting out of the house at 5 a.m. in the morning, all I had to really worry about is getting a bottle ready and feeding him before we left. I didn't have to worry about disrupting him from too much sleep by changing his clothes and all of that. So that to me, I think is really beneficial. It's just have them all prepared the night before in their comfy road trip attire so you don't have to worry about it in the morning. Tip number four is to feed and burp your baby before heading out. So this worked for us when we were going upstate New York, but returning back home, baby Kate was more interested in sleep. So we didn't actually get to continue this, but I did notice that he was very calm and collected and ready for bed (laughs) after his bottle. So that made at least us heading out really calm and it was a great start to our trip. So if you can feed them and burp them before you guys head out, that'd be great. But if not, just have a bottle on hand and ready for when they wake up and they are hungry. Tip number five is to have someone sit with them as a companion. So my mom drove and I sat in the back to attend to all of baby K's needs so I could easily play with him, feed him, watch our favorite cartoons together. And that felt really good to us because there were times that he was not happy and I was there to put on a show or I was there to give him his pacifier and just be there, just be there to comfort him and be his companion. So definitely recommend that as tip number five. Tip number six is to have your bottles, your milk, your diapers, your wipes, paper towels, pacifiers, toys handy. And I do not mean handy in the back of your car, in your trunk of your car. I mean with you on your person because you're going to need all of these things. Again, the bottle, the milk, the diapers, the wipes, paper towels, bib if they spit up or just a lot of drool, pacifiers for just calming, and toys. These are all very, very helpful and handy. So just making sure that you have all these things with you within arm's reach is just really helpful. Another thing is that babies have tantrums. And long road trips are uncomfortable for us as grown adults, but also for them. So just do your best to comfort them. I think what's important about your first road trip with your baby is being patient, being compassionate, and just being there for them throughout the highs and the lows (laughs) and the tantrums. So tip number seven is just know your baby may have a tantrum because just sitting there is uncomfortable, especially if it's like for long amounts of time, but you're going to do your best to comfort them. 
Now, with that being said, my eighth tip is to know what to do when they do have a tantrum. So if you have to pull over the car and stop, do it. Give them a breather, take them out, get that pacifier, sway them back and forth, roll down the window, do what you have to do, boo, okay? Because the reality of it is that if they are unhappy, if they are upset, then take a break, attend to them in a safe place, of course. So for us, one of the points where he was starting to have a tantrum, we were actually not too far from a rest area, a beautiful rest area in upstate New York, a welcome center. And that was really great because there were seats and benches and there were vending machines and bathroom and changing tables. So we took like a good 40 minutes break to like feed him, walk around, take a look at the different souvenirs and different brochures. And that kind of gave us like our second wind before the last two hours of our road trip. So Know what you have to do and just do it to care for your baby. My ninth lesson and tip is don't mind people looking at you. And I know this is easy to say, but it's hard at the time. (laughs) It's really, really hard to do. But don't mind people looking at you because maybe they're judging you because your baby's crying, like you're struggling and you're panicking. But who cares? You are doing the best you can, mama or papa. So don't feel judged or don't let people's judgment of you, the stranger judgment of you, cloud your judgment and make you even more anxious, right? So we're doing the best that we can and just kind of tune people out. It's so funny, right? Because like I was that person, like I'd be the person looking at the person caring for the baby who's crying. And now I am in that position and I definitely have a lot of compassion for those situations because that is totally me and could be me. My last tip for you is know your baby and their sleeping patterns, which is I found very, very important. And with that, plan your driving schedule accordingly. So baby K sleeps until around 7.30 a.m., which means that heading out early in the morning made a lot of sense for us because we're going to be maximizing his natural sleeping patterns. However, if we were going to wait like later in the day, he would be up (laughs) wanting to play. And I think it would have been a lot more difficult during that time if we would have just waited later to leave. So we left our house and also we left the hotel and we're coming back around 5 a.m. in the morning. So by the time we woke up at 730, we were already like well on our way. And it just felt really good that we were able to maximize those two and a half hours while he was calm and resting. So while doing research to try to figure out how to plan our first road trip, one of the questions I saw over and over, and and I even had for myself, is how often to stop on a road trip with a baby. And from my experience, as often as your baby wants. Sometimes your baby's crying and you can comfort them maybe with a pacifier or you can give them a kiss on the cheek or start watching a TV show and they calm down. But sometimes they're unconsolable. And maybe that means that you need to actually take a break, get out the car and comfort them or take a break, get them out of the car seat, feed them, right? Take a break, get out of the car seat and change them. I'm sure as parents, as new parents, we'll know when it's an easy, okay, they'll calm down in a couple of minutes or 
okay, we need to take a break. And for me, I'm going to stop as often as baby K needs. So that would be my answer to that frequently asked question. So overall, I think my biggest takeaways from our first road trip with a baby is to be patient. Be patient. You're going to have a lot of feelings, maybe anxiety, maybe overwhelm, maybe uncertainty. You're going to have all those things. But be patient with yourself. Be patient with your baby. Be patient with each other, right? Whether that's a family member, whether that's your spouse or your significant other or your partner, be patient, be flexible, and be prepared as best as possible. When I say prepared, literally, we were all good. I literally overpacked. However, he was starting to have like some mucus in his nose and we needed to have like the contraction that like takes his boogies out. And we had to stop at like a local CVS to purchase that because I didn't have one on me. So even though you can do all the things that you feel like you cover all your bases and you're super prepared, things may happen and you may have to just duck into a store real quick and buy an extra bib or buy an extra boogie sucker thing like I had to do. But it was an incredible experience. And when you visit our website, podcast.thoughtcard.com, and check out the show notes for this episode, I will also include some photos from that trip. And my face is all lit up because it was just an incredible experience to have with my family. But also his face was lit up too. Like, I think it was just so heartwarming and it was a great way to connect with each other while experiencing a new place together. So what's next for us as a family? Well, we are planning our first plane ride. And as expected, I am really anxious about it, (laughs) but I am up for the challenge. And I will, of course, report back with my findings when we conclude that trip. In the meantime, I'd love for you to listen to episode 15, where Daniela Gibbs shared some great tips for traveling with kids as a single parent. She shared some really great perspectives. And I'm finding myself listening to that episode again. I'm not a single parent myself, but I am always curious to hear and learn from other parents who are traveling the world with their kids. So I think you'll really enjoy that one. All right, Financial Savvy Travelers, thanks again for tuning in and I will see you in the next one. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but don't forget there's way more where that came from. When you become a supporter of the show, you'll get bonus episodes, additional tips on affording travel, real-time updates, as well as strategies for building wealth and creating multiple income streams. Head over to thoughtcard.com forward slash join to support. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram. I'm at the Danielle Desir. Slide in my DMs and share with me your thoughts about this episode. What did you enjoy? What stood out to you? Let me know. I'd absolutely love to connect with you outside of the podcast. See you in the next one.